Hey, welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard. And today I got a juicy topic for you. I think this is going to be very relevant to so many people listening. I hope it's relevant to you um, because I've been seeing this pattern of people comparing themselves to other people and then allowing that comparison to make them feel really down about where they are in their lives. And it's in a variety of categories of their life. You know, some people are feeling down about where they're at as far as their relationship status. Some are feeling really down about, you know, where they they are at as far as being a parent or being able to become a mom. You know, I'm hearing that a lot. People feeling down about their career, seeing someone else get an amazing opportunity or have all this amazing business success and they feel like they're still behind, right? They haven't achieved that kind of level of career success yet or that opportunity hasn't come their way, like that stuff. I've been hearing all of the things about feeling down about where people are and it always comes back to somebody comparing themselves to someone else's journey and then saying, my journey isn't good, right? I'm not at the, I'm I'm behind. I'm not doing good enough. I'm not enough. I don't think it'll ever happen for me. Like all that down, like the level one kind of energy as I would call it, all of that self-doubt is kicking in, right? And then that energy is like festering, that catabolic energy, And it just feels very heavy. And it leads to those days where you just feel down. You know how we all have some of those days where you just feel like, "Eh, like life sucks. You know what you're like, but for real, like when I check myself, life doesn't really suck. Like I'm actually really blessed. There's so many things to be grateful for. But you like got to check yourself. I had one of those days a couple days ago. And it was, again, due to comparison. And sometimes you don't even know that it's happening. Like sometimes I'll find myself like scrolling and I find, I'm following someone that I really admire, right? And I see that they're like doing something really cool or they have this great business success or whatever. And it's like, I can be over here and be like, oh, that's so cool. I'm so happy for them. And there can always still be a part of me that's like, I suck, you know? Like this is me keeping it real because I know that other people feel this way. Like I talk to clients, every day that feel this way. So I'm not ashamed to admit that I feel that way too at times. So this has just been that that common theme, like I said, and I wanted to address it. So what are we going to do about this? Like, let's, let's be real. We all compare ourselves to other people. In fact, our brain is really wired that way. That's how we tend to learn. You know, over the years, we're like, oh, what is mommy doing? What is daddy doing? Oh, I'm doing it this way. They're doing it that way. That means I got to shift some things around so I can be better, right? Our little human minds learn that way. And now we as human beings make decisions based on comparison. I mean, the best marketers know this. They will purposely, I talk about the peanut butter jar all the time. I don't know if you heard me talk about this, but they have found, they, you know how people always like, they said this and you're like, who the heck is they? Well, whatever company that was doing this whole peanut butter sale or the stores um, had found that when they put a second kind of peanut butter on the shelf versus one item, let's say there was one peanut butter jar on the shelf with one brand, right? When they put a second one on the shelf, the sales of one of them go up significantly because another option is there 
Why? Because then you have people walking by and they pick up two jars and they're like, which one's better? Oh, looks like this one's better. This one's a better deal. This one has less sugar. This one has more peanut butter or peanuts or whatever it is you're looking for, right? This one's smoother, whatever your preference is. But they had found that the sales went up significantly by having a second one there just because the mind wanted to compare, to make decisions. And so I feel like that's totally normal. We can compare ourselves to other people and be like, oh, wait, maybe I should be farther along. We start shitting on ourselves. Maybe I should be farther along because X person is, so I should be there too. So I feel like in some ways it, it can be health, healthy for our development to do that, to be like, oh, okay, this is what's possible for me. It's all based on how you look at it. Now, how do you know if you're doing it in a way that's healthy? Or how do you know if you're doing it in a way that's destructive? It's all about the energy. It's how does this, how does this make you feel? Does it make you feel drained? Or does it inspire you? When you see someone out there, like sometimes I'll see people out there and they're like, on the stage and they're just killing it and I feel so inspired like I feel like you know I'm listening to them speak and I'm like oh like they they just did such a good job they were so creative how they structured this talk and how we learned like so inspiring like that could be possible for me too right and it all depends how where I'm coming from energetically because there'll be other days where I feel like it's never gonna happen for me or whatever I'm, I'm looking at right and it totally depends on where I am. Again, I'm saying this twice, I know, energetically. So you will find, tell me tell me if I'm right with this, you will find on those days where maybe you didn't take care of yourself as well. Maybe you're lacking sleep. Maybe you didn't do the exercises that you wanted to. You've been procrastinating galore and you're already down yourself on that. Or maybe someone wrote a mean message to you, you got rejected that day, whatever it is. Whatever comes after that, you tend to perceive in a more negative light. You tend to make that thing make you even feel worse about yourself. Maybe someone says a comment to you that normally would not bother you, but for some reason that day it really took you down. It's because energetically you were already at a low place and then everything else seems worse. And then you start to collect evidence of the not good enoughness and pile it up because of where you were energetically. And this is why it's so important that we do the things that we know help shift your energy up so we can perceive things in a much better light. And also, so not only do you really need to prioritize the basics of like caring for yourself, because I've noticed like the reason why this whole comparison thing lately has been really getting to me to the point that I've had weird dreams about it. And I know when I start having weird dreams, it's usually because my subconscious is trying to work through something that's like heavy, that's there. At least that's that's what I feel like is true for me. And I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into the dream stuff in a bit here. But my whole point of all that I just said is that if you are not doing the things that you need to do to bring your energy up and keep it higher, it makes a lot of sense where other people's stuff that's happening in their life may affect you in a negative way, may trigger you in a way that it normally wouldn't do. Because maybe the normal version of yourself is at a higher energy level. When you see something great happening for other people, you're like over there clapping. You're like, yes, like this is awesome. I'm so happy for you. And you like genuinely mean it. 
and you're like, cool, like that, maybe you desire the same thing. You're like, that could be possible for me too. I can't wait for that to be my day. But like, you're not like, it's like abundance mindset. You're not like, oh, that means I suck. And that means like, it's not about you, right? Because when you're on the lower side of the energy scale, then you make it about you. Then you make it mean that you're not good enough, that you're not far along enough. And that's a sign that the catabolic energy is generating. So that happens a lot when energetically, like physically, you might be tired, you may even burn yourself out, you may be all over the place, you may be picking up on a bunch of other people's energy, like all of that stuff might be happening. And then you find yourself making the thing about you. And then you notice how too, like moments like that where we start to take things more personally, it's the ego getting involved with the low energy. It's like someone might say something and like you're snappy back and you like took offense to it and they're like, what? I didn't even mean it that way. Like, why are you even thinking that way? And maybe your normal self would have never taken offense to it. It's the energy stuff that's happening there. So I tend to notice that in myself and I'm like, okay, Ange, what is it that you need? Because now I see you comparing because sometimes you're comparing and you're like, yeah, that's what's possible for me too. And then other times you're comparing and you're like, I suck. So why are you falling on the I suck scale? It's because of where you are energetically. That's what I'm, what the point I'm trying to make here. And this is why the energy stuff is so important. And this is why the foundations are so important of, you know, the things that help you feel your best. Are you doing those things that help you feel your best? Are you making sure that that's a part of your life on a regular basis, even in the busy seasons? In the busy season, what can you do to help your energy stay higher, your perspective higher, right? There's things like small things that you could do. Like, man, it's instant energy shift when I just like go outside and do like little mini walking breaks. It's like, I feel so much better. I perceive the world so much better. I greet my husband so much more lovingly when I've been outside during the day when he gets home versus when I've been like locked up on my computer and like, you know, forcing myself to do something and like kind of mad at myself and I'm not as far as long because and then like having a hard time focusing because I didn't sleep good. It's like a domino effect, right? So anyways, being mindful of your energy in a nutshell. What is it that you need to feel your best? That will help you with the whole comparison thing because you'll automatically see things differently. So I'm the person over here saying that we as humans, I feel like are going to compare ourselves with other people, period. Now, are we doing it in a way that empowers us where we're like, that's what's possible for me too? Or are we doing it in a way that that shames us, that makes us feel bad, right? I just want you to, to acknowledge that and where you are there. And if you feel like you're coming from the lower energetic place when you are comparing, you see something great happening for someone and then you find your energy dip down and you start making it mean something negative about you, that means you're coming from the lower place. So we're just acknowledging that. And then let's try to flip like that, that whole story, change that narrative that's running. So instead of believing that something is wrong, something's gone wrong, or you're not good enough, or doubting what's possible for you, what I suggest you tell yourself, because this is the thing, you got to coach yourself. You don't let yourself stay there. You got to be the best coach to yourself. So what I like to tell myself is this truth, is that God has a plan for me, right? And my plan is my plan, 
right? He had a plan for me in mind based on who I am, my strengths, my gifts, right? It's very different from someone else's plan. So it doesn't make any sense for me to be like, oh, I suck because she's far along in her plan, right? Or she's, this is happening in her life. Well, like, okay, maybe that's what God wants for her, but he has a different plan for you, right? So you can either become bitter about what's happening or you can allow it to help you be better, allow it to strengthen your faith, right? So this morning, it was interesting because you know how like if you're struggling with something or whatever and you're like you notice how that same theme is showing up. Like I always look for like help related to that theme. And then I'll hear like, let's say I turn on multiple podcasts and they'll be talking about like the same thing. Or let's say I go to church that weekend and it's like the sermon is about that thing. Or maybe for you, turn on this podcast and you're like, oh, I was struggling with this. Thank you. You know, like that happens for me. I feel like often it's like I'm open to like receiving help around it. So I woke up this morning. I was making my husband breakfast like I do. And um, I was listening to the Big Life Devotional. It's a podcast that I love. And she was talking about this concept. And she brought up a story that I had never heard about in the Bible. And um, in a nutshell, this is the story about two midwives. So the midwives are, ooh, I just got to tell you their names because let me look up me. Okay. Shifra, I don't know if I'm saying that right, and then Pua. And I was laughing this morning because she was like, if you have a baby girl, like, just don't name her Pua, okay? Like, you know, there's better names out there. But, you know, maybe you, have, maybe you like it and it's meaningful to you. But anyways, this, this was, these were the names. No judgment over here. Shifra and Pua. And um, these were the midwives. So these midwives, was, what was interesting about them is that they couldn't have children themselves. But here they are in their careers, like what they're doing is helping other people have babies, yet they can't have babies themselves, but they wanted them. You know how hard that would be, you know, just be seeing all that happening for everybody else. And you're like, oh, I want that life, you know, but still showing up with a positive mindset and trusting the plan that God has for you and also being willing to let that go. I mean, that, cool. That, that's hard. Uh, like even saying that, like when I think about my vision and stuff, I'm like, I don't want to let my vision go, you know, but it's like, what, it, well, what if God's plan is better than mine though? Then am I willing to give up? And then she also talked about the story about the pearls. You may have heard this. Um, this is, maybe this is something else I was listening to the other day where it's like, you know, the little girl who has the pearls and she doesn't want to give her daddy the pearls. And, um, they're just like cheap, like, um, pearls that she got somewhere like 10 cents or whatever it was and then like her dad was like well do you love me and she was like yeah and he's like then you'll give me the pearls and she like gave them to him at first she said like you can have my baby you can have this you can have that but I don't want to give you my pearls but then she ended up giving it to him and then long story short after the giving happened over and over he um gave her some real nice pearls right and um, it was because she was willing to give him those cheap pearls and hand it over. And I, I think about that a lot in my life. Like, am I willing to give God like those those cheap pearls so I can have something better? Because he has a better plan for me and I might not even know of it, might not even be aware of it. 
and that's the thing is like, you know, around some disappointments, around some things that have happened lately, even in my like home search as I'm looking for another property, um, other, some other careers, business stuff and things like that. I don't need to go into this, like all these details, but like some disappointments that I've had in my life recently, I'm always reminding myself that like God's pearls are better than my pearls. You know, so if I'm sitting here trying to hold on to this thing, I can open up my palms and let that go. And I can trust that if that's taken away from me, it's only because something better is coming along or God is going to use it for good in some way. That don't mean it's easy. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, that's where I put, put my mind, you know, like I keep and I got to work on this. And some things it's easier to do with than other things. Like, I know that. Um, but anyways, let's go back to the midwives because the whole point here is like these two midwives, are, they're helping everybody else, right? And then they are, are asked to, so let me just read it to you so I don't destroy this. So the king of Egypt said to the midwives, whose name's Shifra and Pua, when you are helping the Hebrew women during childbirth on, del- on the delivery stool, if you see that the baby is a boy, kill him. But if it's a girl, you can let her live. So the midwives were told, kill any of the babies that are boys and let the girls live. So because the midwives, says here, feared God. Um, and when we think about feared God, it's really about obeying God. Because they trusted God, because they obeyed him. Um, They didn't do what the king wanted them to do. And instead, they would let the boys live. So, I mean, these baby boys were able to live because of them, including Moses, who went on to do all kinds of amazing things. Right. But it started with these women who obeyed God. So God had this bigger plan that they didn't know. And like they played a role in this bigger plan. And I want you to think about that in your life. Like maybe if like I think about there's so many situations we could talk about, but like let's say you're on the search for a significant other, right? Well, like maybe things haven't happened yet for you because this other person is supposed to come along and you're supposed to make such an impact in their life and in their family's life and that's going to be your person, right? And you'll be so grateful that you waited for that person because God had a bigger plan all involved with all things. And the baby that might be born in the future because of that person and their genes and what that baby may do. Like it's always bigger than you, right? The same thing with like opportunities when it comes to jobs or whatever it is. It's like maybe that opportunity wasn't for you because you need to have the space for the right opportunity that's on its way. But dang, is it hard to trust in the process, you know? So this whole Shifra and Pua thing, they're obedient. Um, to what they feel like they're getting called to do. They're staying focused on their vision, their calling. It could be so easy for them to get bitter, to get wrapped up in their mind and like comparing themselves to all these other women that can have these babies and then they can't and they want that in their life. You know, like you could do that. You could run down that path. But instead they're like, no, God has a plan for me. I'm called to help in this way. And that's what I'm going to focus on, my plan. I'm going to keep my eyes in my lane, right? So they did that. And what ended up happening was um, basically like God gave these women families of their own. They were then able to have children when they weren't before, but it was at the right timing. Had they had it earlier, they probably wouldn't have been midwives. They'd probably been at home taking care of their babies, not helping baby Moses live. And then for all the things he was able to do, 
Like there was a better plan. So I just keep reminding of myself to trust the timing, but dang, that dang comparison will get at us. And I feel like it's such a tool that the enemy can use in a way to be like, "Mm, not not happening for you. Like you're not good enough to do X, Y, Z thing or whatever it is, right? Some BS story that he wants to plant in there and have you focus on all the negative things and what's not going well when that's not where your focus should be. It should be on what is going well, all the blessings that are there, all the abundance that's there for you. This morning, um, I was doing a productivity session with my group and um, someone, the the group members were like, Ange, are you in a, like, is that a real screen? Because like the girl was like leaning into the screen looking. (laughs) It was funny because she's like looking at me and like, I'm like, what? She's like, is that real? Like, or is it a background? And I was like, no, it's real. Like, I'm just in my backyard. And she's like, that view, like, it looks so peaceful. It looks so fake. And like, she was supposed to be talking about what she, her goals were that day, what she wanted to focus on. And the entire conversation shifted to my background, which was just like my lake view and nature and the trees. And they were like, that is so cool. Like, it's, it's show me some more. And I was like showing them like around and stuff like that. And they were all like, what a peaceful place to be. Like, I wish I had that kind of setting where I could sit outside and they just like kept talking about it. And it was, it was interesting because I felt like it was God like telling me like, hey, and like, let's, let's remind you of the goodness that you have. Okay. Because I know that sometimes Satan wants to remind you of where this isn't happening for you and this sucks and this thing, blah, 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 you know, right. But like, let's shift your focus to what has been great. Let's shift your focus to all the dreams that have come true instead of all the ones that haven't, you know? And that's why I'm constantly reminding myself of all the goodness that God has done in my life and the ways that he has moved so many other times. And I got, you know, I got so many good stories around like how God has moved in ways that were like, what? I did not see that coming. And whoa, that's even way better than what I thought it was going to be. And just how all the things aligned and the right people came in and yada, yada. It's like, and I'm so grateful that I waited. But I remember those moments in between during the waiting when I was in there being like, oh, like comparing myself to other people, like all the crap. I always talk about that Christmas. I still remember that freaking Christmas or was it Thanksgiving? One of the two. I think it was actually both holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, where I felt so lonely. I was in my house like no one else was there. And we're crying in the bathroom floor. And like, you know, we all do that at times in our lives and just feeling so down and feeling so lonely um, about, you know, where I was relationship wise and just probably career wise too. It was probably a combination of like many categories of life that was down. And I remember just like praying to God and being like, like, just help me like trust in you. It's so freaking hard during this process and to know that you have a better plan. But now I'm on the other side of it and I can look back and be like, oh my goodness, thank you, God, for not letting me settle for less than, right? And helping me like keep moving forward because look at what's happened in my life now. So just the other thing is you got to remind yourself because there'll be moments where you get down on yourself about where you are, but please do not forget what has happened for you before. Please do not forget all the miracles that have come to be before in your life, the things that have aligned for you in your life that can happen again. Trusting the timing, keeping your eyes on your, like in your path, on 
trusting that God has a plan for you. Not looking at what everything everybody else is doing and comparing that, making you feel less than. Use that to inspire you, right? To cheer them on, but keep your eyes in your lane. That's what you need to do. Stay true to the calling that you have, your vision, and trust the timing of it. Because like I always tell my my TEDx clients who are trying also to get their TEDx talks, you know, we're coaching them around that. I'm like, the be- when you get when you get that opportunity to be on that stage, it's gonna be the best time for you. It's gonna be the exact time it's supposed to be. And you're gonna be like, this, I get it. I get why it happened at this time. Because maybe it was the specific organizers that you needed to meet. Maybe it was because you needed to have other things in, in alignment to help you even thrive more when it came to your talk. Like trust the timing. Because a lot of y'all, I say this to them, will start comparing yourself. When you see someone else's land their talk, you're gonna be like, I suck. Don't let that mean you suck. Don't let your energy go to the low space. Be like, let you let it help you become better versus bitter. Like, oh, cool. I'm cheering them on. That can be possible for me too. Evidence of what's possible, right? And it's like God's plan for me. Just to keep my eyes on God's plan for me, the timing for me. I know we could repeat that over and over because I feel like we constantly need that reminder because I get it. It's hard in the waiting in process of, you know, you know, you're working towards the things that you want in your life, or maybe you feel like you're down on yourself around the way you've been working towards things because you're like, well, I definitely could be working more towards it, but my energy has been like lower and I don't feel as motivated to work towards the things and yada, yada. Then it comes back to the foundations. Start with the foundations, the little things that you can do to make yourself proud. Those small things, like a five-minute workout. You know, I'm the queen of a five-minute workout because it's just my energy up. And I immediately feel proud of myself. Making my bed in the morning makes me feel proud. All that little stuff matters because it shifts the energy up. And then it changes how you perceive anything that comes after that. That's why I'm a huge fan of like doing my workouts in the morning, doing harder, harder things in the morning, because I, then it makes me feel proud. And then I show up really well for the rest of the day, right? And it's a ripple effect because of the station that I'm now on, the frequency that I'm now on. I perceive life from such a better place because I'm vibing high. All right, speaking of vibing high, one more thing we need to talk about when it comes to comparison. You may be feeling really good about where you are in your life, right? And then you see that someone else has something new in their life and it may have you questioning if you should want that thing too. But when you check in with yourself, you're like, well, actually, I really don't want that. Or like you, for some reason, that thing, that they have may have you feeling doubt about where you are. But then again, you check in with yourself and you're like, but yeah, I don't really want that. So an example is something I heard earlier where someone said that um, the 12-year-old version of themselves came out because their sister ended up getting a new home. It was like a beautiful, big home, right? And they were like, yeah. And I found myself being like, oh, you just like, just kind of go to the mansion. You can go to the beautiful mansion and have all the people over, you know, like that kind of like jealous, like sister coming out, you know? And they're like, but I don't even want anything like that. Like, I don't want a big mansion like that. And it's just like stupid because I noticed that came out in me. And someone else was like, well, yeah, even if you did want a bigger house like that, like you could go buy one, but you've decided to put your money in other investments and you decided to prioritize traveling or whatever it is that they're doing and they're like yeah like I don't don't even want that but then I still found myself like questioning what I had and was like well 
you know, that kind of thing. And I bring that up because I've heard that with other scenarios as well. Even around babies, like someone else has a new baby and then they're like, well, should I? And they're like, no, like, I don't even want a baby. Like what? Like, you know, and some people, some people I know it's the opposite, but I want you to think about your own life. Like when you do find yourself comparing yourself to someone else, it's like, do you even truly really want that thing? Check yourself on that too. Because sometimes we allow ourselves to feel down about something that we don't even want. So there's like that whole other side of comparison that I feel like we need to shine a light on. All right. And then in a nutshell, the whole summary of this episode is to remind you that you have your own vision. It's very unique compared to anyone else's. You have your own plan. Like God has his own plan for you, right? And you may have a plan, right? But he has a plan that's even better for you. And I feel like they align And what I think is really cool is when you're really intentional about your vision and then God shows up and blows you away with like, it's even better than what you imagined it to be. But it was like you worked with him. You had a conversation with him about it and you're like, hey, this is what I desire. And he's like, I see you. I got you. And I got something better for you than that. Like, I'm keeping that in mind. Thank you for letting me know that's what you love. I'm going to like make it even better. I just feel like that's how God is. God works, but you got to give him that time to do so. You got to trust the timing and the quickest way I feel like you to miss for you to miss out on the promises that God has for you is to allow yourself to get wrapped up in comparing yourself to someone else's plan, you know, to someone else's life and making you feel like crap about where you're at. Now, if you're comparing in yourself yourself in a way to inspire you and you'd be like, yeah, I see you. I see my God working over there. I know he's working in my life. That's a different story. That's a higher energy. But if you're allowing someone else's success to mean something bad about you, we just got to reframe that story and you got to work on your energy to keep it higher so that you're not perceiving things in that way because you are responsible for your own energy right? And you do need to prioritize it because it affects everything else in your life. It affects who you're going to be that day, like how you're going to react to other people. It affects um, how you progress forward and whatever it is you're working on because you need that motivation and you know things are so much easier when you feel so much better. You're so much more brave when you feel better. Like I notice in myself, like I'll pick the phone and call anyone if I'm vibing high that day. I might still have a little fear around it, but like, I'm just more brave about it versus when I'm stuck like in my head about it and wallowing. It's like, then I really don't want to do anything. So energy, getting that into alignment, right? And that's going to help you with all this comparison, comparison stuff, you know, and trusting, just reminding yourself, God has worked for me in the past. He'll do it again. And I have to trust his plan and his timing because I know it's better. And real quick, another thing that's came up for me that I want to share with you is oftentimes too, when we get to those lower energetic states, we can say that something that we did was a waste of time because it didn't lead to X, Y, Z thing that we wanted. We start getting really attached to results, right? So just watch the narratives, like watch the stories that you're making up about things and ask yourself, like, does it serve me to believe in that? And is there another way that I can look at the situation that will serve me? 
So I'll give you an example real quick. Earlier, I was a little frustrated with myself because I had recorded a podcast episode with a guest around ADHD. And it was a great episode. I really love chatting with this person. He's so funny. Like, I just really enjoyed the conversation. I thought you guys would get a lot out of it. Well, it turns out um, when I went to go pull it out, um, somehow it was not there. <laughs> like I know I hit record, but I think it might've had to do with my, my, um, recording box being full maybe. I don't know. Cause it was reaching that point, but it ended up just not being there. And I was like, dang it. And you know where my mind went straight down to the lower energies where I was like, well, that was a waste of time. Like I wasted his time. I wasted my time. Blah, 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 right. And then I, I saw myself doing that and I was like, well, what? Okay. What's another way of looking at this? You got to meet someone that you really liked, right? And what if, what if God's plan is better? What if the next time you record, it's going to be the conversation that someone else needs to hear because other things have happened in between, you know? Like, what if, like, could you allow yourself to be in that space? Could you trust that everything is happening for you, that it's not wasted, that in some way it served you, right? So I had to like coach myself around that. And because I saw myself dip down and I see that a lot when we, we think about this concept of comparison is like where we can be like, well, I mean, I tried all these things and it's not working because look, it's working for them. It's not working for me. And then you're like, waste of time, waste of time, waste of time, that kind of stuff. Like that waste of time story shows up. And I just really feel like one of the things I want to believe is like nothing is a waste of time. Like I want to be intentional with my time, but I don't think that you know, if I'm stuck somewhere waiting in line forever, it's easy to go to that place where it's like, well, this is a waste of time and complain and hate on it. Or I can be like opportunity focused. What can I do right now that's going to help me maximize this time? That's how you analyze like people's energy and where they're at. Like watch someone be stuck in a traffic jam and you can tell a lot about that person, about where they are energetically. Like are they going to take advantage of the opportunity? Like are they going to call some friends if they're going to be waiting for a while because they've accepted like there's nothing I could do so I can get all mad and get flustered I can do all that but it's like does that really serve me because nothing's going to change if I do that where I can make the most of what is here you know check in with yourself I've noticed too you know I just did that bike ride across Iowa the rag and what's so interesting is on the Facebook of the rag you're seeing all this different kinds of energy show up. There's some people that will literally post comments and be like, this was the worst rag bry ever of all the years I've ever done it. And administration or whoever he, like planned this sucks and this sucked. And I'm not even kidding. Like that's literally people write that. I'm like, do you realize what you're writing here? But they'll write that and be like, yeah, it was, I will say it's the worst one. It's the least fun I had. And I want to be like, well, whose choice was that? Like, I don't get on there and like start commenting, but I'm like, for real, like, don't you want to take responsibility for how you feel? But here you are blaming all these other people. That's just evidence of lower energy. Do you think that person is feeling good in their body? No, right? Do you think they did the other work to get their energy up and change how they see the world? Uh-uh. It's because I don't think people like consciously are like, I want to be this way. I want to be mad, bitter, angry, doubt myself, like want to be like, no, it just like it's it's a reaction. But when you're intentional about your energy, you see things very differently. When you take responsibility for your energy, 
I'm not saying we show up all perfect because we don't. Like, you know, I have tons of stories where I dip down all the time, right? But I do keep coming back to like, okay, I'm responsible for my energy. How do I want to show up? I coach myself. I'm like, what would make me proud of how I showed up? And the other day, it's getting longer than I want it to be. I got to tell you another story. So I was getting gas um, at the gas station and I pulled up to the pump and the pump right in front of me was a diesel pump. And then I was at a regular pump and I was like pumping up my car. And the way that the gas station is designed, you like, you can't come on the left side of it to go around and pull in. You'd have to come out into the road or you can't go on the right side of me either. You'd have to come out into the road and then pull back in to the driveway to get to that pump that was in front of me. So it's kind of inconvenient because I was like at the pump before and there wasn't enough room for you to go around. So I just want you to picture this, right? So I'm just pumping gas and I was already feeling low energetically. It was just one of those days this week that I had that I was just kind of feeling down and I'm pumping the gas and um, this guy pulls up in this big bus-like looking truck. It was like some, I felt like it kind of looked like a big ice cream truck, but I don't know. He worked probably for some other company. It wasn't an ice cream truck, but anyways, he pulled up and he like was behind me. He was a ways behind me and he walked past my pump to go into the gas station and he he yells and I could feel his energy. It was so negative and like hostile. And he was like, He's like, I was almost, he was like talking to someone on the phone. He's like, almost ran out of gas um, because this. And he swore. And he was like, this dip, fill in the blank, um, is at the diesel pump and blocking me, whatever. And he was like so angry. And it like kind of freaked me out because I was like, really, dude? Like that causes that much anger in you? It's like, well, you just, like, it's my fault that you almost ran out of gas, right? And it's like this blame energy. And that energy and you could go around. An opportunity for you is you can go into the road, you can come around, like, you know, whatever. He wasn't seeing solutions. He was so focused on what was wrong, right? And that oftentimes is the dominant energy out there, that two energy of like on the scale where it's very much about me. It's the it's like ego, blame, all that stuff. So comparison also, going back to our theme, can trigger us into those low states where we get angry with ourselves about where we are. We, we doubt what's possible. It's just any of those feelings that just like, uh, they just do not feel good, right? But that's because we allow it to do that. But when we stop and we're like, whoa, wait, I'm making up a story and the story is not suffering me. What else do I want to believe? Because that's what's causing me to feel this way is a belief that I'm making up. Am I going to believe the lies of like the enemy that like, you know, I'm not good enough. It's not going to happen for me. Doubting, like whatever it is, I, I've messed up things or whatever BS story. Or do you want to believe the truth of like who God says you are, the promises of God? Like those are some of the best things that you can repeat to yourselves, you know, that his plans for you are good, that he has set plans for you in your life that you're being used now in whatever season that you're in. It's right where you're supposed to be. Like, trust the process, truly, because later on you're going to be telling us a story about how all this this wonderful things came to be because you remained faithful through it all. Just like those midwives did, they remained faithful through it all. And then they played a huge role in all the greatness to come and the ripple effect because of that timing, Right? All right, that is all. I will leave you with that. Have the best day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.